Yes, 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 indeed. We've hit the fourth and final hour here. It is the Moose and Maggie Show coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every single day. Hit us up on Twitter at Maggie Gray, at Mark Malusis, or at Moose and Maggie. Three ways you can go about doing that. Moose, a lot of the conversation this morning has been around the NBA Finals Game 4 and specifically the officiating in that in that game and maybe some suspect calls and the fact that the series was on the verge of a sweep. Perhaps the referees were calling a little tighter on the Golden State Warriors. The fact that then perhaps in the second half when Draymond Green and Zaza Pachulia were kept in the game, maybe that was a little balancing of the scales. Well, no one would know about this better than our next guest, Tim Donaghy. Of course, he was an NBA referee for many, many years, got in in trouble for a betting scandal uh, that happened. You can read about it in his book. He wrote about it. It's called Personal Foul. Tim, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate you coming on on short notice here. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. So I guess the first question to you is you're watching Game 4. With all of your history, your unique insight into this, what did you think about the officiating? You know, definitely out of all the games and even the entire playoffs, it was the most poorly refereed game so far. And, uh, you know, it was a situation where definitely they were going to come out and and call things a little tighter on Golden State based on the fact that it's an elimination game. And, you know, you you have to do everything you can to give uh, Cleveland a fighting chance and, you know, try to get this series to go five or six games. I think when you look at all the layoffs that have happened at ESPN over the course of uh, the last year, nobody's more excited than to see that bottom line get padded a little bit in in a game five or six so that maybe the layoffs stop. You know, you think it. You know, you think it goes that. I, I guess. Uh, you know, Tim, you, you mentioned in terms of trying to get it to call it tighter to to give Cleveland a better chance. I mean, don't we want just the the best teams to win? I mean, well, why why is does does that factor into the discussion or come into the discussion? I know money is the bottom line when you're putting an officiating crew on the court. No, definitely. I mean, every time that there's a playoff series, somebody from the league office comes in and directs the referees to, uh, you know, concentrate on certain things and we'll show them videotape from the previous games. And there's no doubt in my mind, uh, you know, that with this series being three games to none, the league comes in and, and tells the referees to concentrate on certain things that they want corrected, that the crew before them miss, and, and they put a team at an advantage at a disadvantage. So in this situation, there's no doubt in my mind that they told uh, you know, the referees to crack down on the physicality of the Golden State Warriors. And, uh, you know, they, they don't want them to go out and fix the games, but they definitely want to give Cleveland a fighting chance to grab a, a win and extend the series for sure. Okay, Tim, let's flesh that out a little bit. We're talking with Tim Donaghy. In terms of the referee assignments, we know that they are, all the referees, 12 referees are chosen before the finals begin, but then the referee crews are not announced to the public until 9 a.m. Eastern time the day of the game, but as a ref, when do you know you're getting the assignment? You know, those first four games are assigned, uh, you know, at game one. So the referees know they're doing game one. The referees know they're doing game two, uh, three, and four. And then now that we know that there's a game five, uh, they'll assign that today, uh, but won't release it to the morning of the game. So who's ever going to do this game five knows about it probably right now. And, you know, they're going to get their airline tickets, their hotel reservations, and they got to get to the site. Okay, so what about what happens during the game? Like, I, I I, think I had read this before, that at halftime, the referees go in and they watch some tape from the first half and maybe try to see what they missed, what they what they caught, maybe kind of, it's almost like real-time self-evaluation. What happens there? 
Yeah, definitely. Any game, not just the playoffs, there's, uh, you know, TVs and tapes in the, in the locker room. Each referee has their own individual uh, disc uh, and computer and can go back and watch any plays that they want to watch from the first half. So uh, you also have a, a site manager at the game from the league office that will point things out to you that they may have saw, saw during the first half and want you to look at it. And, you know, when you do stuff like that, if you made a mistake, you, you always try to go out and correct that mistake or, uh, you know, try to make sure that you don't uh, call another bad call on the guy that you just had a bad call against or maybe try to give him a couple to get him off your back a little bit. We're talking with Tim Donaghy. Tim, you see what happened with uh, Zaza Pachulia right. with the shot to the groin. Draymond looked like, I mean, I've never seen a technical reassigned from a player to a coach a quarter and a half later, um, do you feel like, in your opinion, knowing what you do, do you feel like we're going to see a suspension for Zaza? And then what do you think is going to happen to Draymond? You know, I don't think you're going to see a suspension for Zaza. I think, you know, he just was trying to push off. I, I don't really think I looked at it uh, several times. I really don't think he hits him in the groin. Um, you know, I just think it's a situation where people were on top of him and he was trying to get his space. What about, what, about, Draymond? what about Draymond Green when you look at that, uh, Tim? Uh, you know, where is that a case where the officials at, at that point uh, tee him up again and then come to the realization at that point that he might be out of the game and then they reassess it in the first half? They put it on Carr, not Draymond Green? Or is it there's just you know, the miscommunication, which they explained afterward? Yeah, I think there's a lot of miscommunication, but there are times, you know, referees, uh, you know, aren't concentrating to the level that they should concentrate. I'll never forget I was in Larry Brown's uh, 1,000th victory in Detroit, and Pat Freyer gave him a technical foul and threw him out of the game in, like, the third quarter. And he came over to me and he said, you know, uh, I said to him, Pat, what the heck did he say that you threw him out on one technical? He said, one technical, you gave him the first uh one earlier, I said, no, that technical foul was on Chauncey Billups. He goes, oh, my God, we got a problem. Dick Bavetta comes over and says, what's going on? And we tell him, by this time, Larry Brown already went into the locker room, got in his car and left. And they tried to get him to bring him back on the floor, but he was already gone. So, it, you know, there's a lot of times where even referees in the NBA Finals lose their concentration and don't realize or remember uh, the that's game great. situation, and that, that's imperative in these situations. Man, that's really that's, that's crazy. That's kind of fascinating. I yeah. always thought that when you get kicked off, you go in the back and stew about it and wait till your team gets done. But no, Larry Brown got in the car and left. Uh, we're talking to Tim Donaghy. You can check him out at Ref Picks is where he makes picks. Um, obviously, wrote a book, Personal Foul, about his situation in the NBA. And I guess you know, Tim, you and I had talked last finals, and you kind of mentioned it earlier in this interview about how sort of the the NBA can kind of give the series the the largest chance to be prolonged. You, know, you mentioned the money. There's a lot at stake, TV rights, things like the TV contracts, rather, a lot of that stuff. So what do you think game five is going to look like? You know, I think they're going to basically do the same thing. I think that they're going to put the referees in a room, and I think they're going to show them a lot of game film, especially from this last game. I think they're going to show them a lot of calls that they want them to concentrate on. And I think that they're going to try to put uh, Cleveland in the position to to grab another win to prolong this as long as they possibly can. That's a that to me is amazing. I mean, Tim, uh, you know that that to, I find that to be a case where then then why didn't they do that in the first three games? I mean, why didn't they do that in the first two games if they're going to get to a point where Cleveland's facing elimination and saying, "Uh oh, we got to do something here." 
Yeah, I think they did. But again, I'm not saying the games are fixed. I'm saying they're putting teams at advantages and disadvantages. And and I can go back to 10 years ago when Dallas was uh, down two games to none in Houston and the the series moved to Houston. And they came in and told us as referees to concentrate on Yao Ming setting illegal screens and walking in the post. And the next thing you know, the series was tied up 2-2 and it went 7. So uh, you know, I'm not saying the referees are going out and fixing them, but I'm saying, you know, they're, they're concentrating on certain things and, and going to give the Cavaliers the benefit of every doubt, uh, you know, moving forward. Okay, so let's but let's go a little deeper there. When you say concentrate on, is that sort of, a, is there an underlying sort of understanding when the league says concentrate on this that you guys or the referees will call these fouls? Absolutely, because that guy that's telling you to concentrate on these certain plays and certain situations and putting in your mind that the previous referee screwed them up and got them wrong, and he's the one grading you, and you want to go back to the NBA Finals the next year and make that extra $75,000 to $100,000, you know, you're going to concentrate on those things because you want a good grade and you want to progress up the ladder and, and be in that position again. We're talking to Tim Donaghy. Um, so how we, you would expect tomorrow, you would expect Monday night, I should say, this to be another game in which – Golden State at home, you think Cleveland still is going to get the benefit of the whistle? I do. I think that they're going to make sure that, uh, you know, LeBron James can get to the basket. They're not going to allow a lot of hand checking or physical play from Draymond Green, um, you know, to the point where they're going to uh, give the benefit of any block charge, questionable call situations to the favor of Cleveland. But, you know, uh, I think Golden State is just so much better that, you know, they're not going to be able to help them to this point. We're talking with Tim Donaghy. And, Tim, just moving away from this for a second, because anytime something happens like this where it seems like the refs are kind of favoring one team, it seems like it's pretty overt over another team, your name sort of gets brought up and and what happened in terms of your scandal. And I'm just curious, take us back to that time. Are you surprised that the NBA didn't take more criticism for having a referee like yourself who was giving information and uh, to people who were betting on games, are you surprised the NBA didn't get more criticism for what happened to you, for your scandal, rather? Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, you talk about Phil Scala, who was the uh, FBI agent who arrested me, wrote the forward for my book and said that I told the truth at every turn and that the NBA was put on notice that they really needed to clean up the way they conduct their business. Uh, but yet, you know, a lot of, they basically got a pass on it. And I think they got a pass on it because, uh, you know, the people that write negative stuffs about them, they, they shun them and probably wouldn't give them media credentials and, and access to a lot of things that they need access to. So I think you have to be very careful in the media if you're going to write negative stuff about the league and the commissioner because you're not going to have that access that you need. Tim Donaghy. Uh, Tim, final one for me. Um, last night, do you think it was a good night for the NBA? I, and I know financially it'll be a good night for the NBA, but the perception of the NBA, was last night a good night for the league or no? I don't think it's a good night for the league, but, you know, the bottom line is, you know, look look at the history uh, over the years of games being extended with L.A. and Portland and Sacramento. You know, it comes down to the bottom line for them and, and you know, Moving on to a game five is uh, financially a, a windfall for them. They got to get it to a game six to, to, you know, really break even and do very well. So, you know, like I said before, with, with the economics of the, at ESPN right now and ABC, I'm sure that they're pulling for it to go seven. Tim, final one for me. Was, was last night the most egregious? Like, what's the most egregious you've either seen or been a part of in terms of 
refs really, and I'm using air quotes here, concentrating on something to try to prolong a series? I mean, no doubt, uh, Sacramento, L.A., I believe it was in 2003, uh, that famous Game 6 that extended to a Game 7, and L.A. was able to beat Sacramento, and Sacramento had the best team in the league. Uh, You know, the calls that were made in that Game 6 in the last couple minutes were just, uh, you know, flat-out backwards. And and in my mind, Sacramento should have a ring on their finger, if not for the fact that uh, they kind of got screwed in that Game 6. Never forget that game. Yeah. That team was so good, so and those good. calls Love were that. so bad that so night. Bad. Oh, man, I don't mean to laugh about it, but I guess enough time has passed, and hopefully, you know, maybe the players yeah. for the Kings have gotten over it. <laughs> I bet not. <laughs> hey, Tim, we really appreciate it. Uh, and a couple minutes this morning, we really do. And um, and giving you, our, giving you uh, our your perspective on last night's game four of a victory by the Cavaliers. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, definitely it was a, it was a game that um, – you know, they needed to have it, and, and they got they, they came out on fire in the first quarter, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens in a, in a game five. Yeah, Tim Donaghy. You can catch him on Twitter at Tim Donaghy 2. You can check out at Ref Picks. You can check out his book, Personal Foul. Thanks a lot, Tim. Appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the series. Thanks, guys. Okay. You got it.